Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants, indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. It is Wednesday, March 30th, and this is People Every Day. Hello again, everyone. It's me, your host, Janine Rubenstein. I don't know about you, but I'm starting to get excited for the Grammys this weekend. But as you're probably aware, there's still more fallout from the Oscars to unpack. We'll get into that a little bit later. But first, let's check in on what else is buzzing around your newsfeed. Actor Ezra Miller's legal struggles continue to grow. You may have heard on Monday, or you may not have with everything else that's been happening in the entertainment world, but 29-year-old Justice League star Ezra Miller was arrested in Hawaii. Miller was involved in an altercation at a karaoke bar where police say he was agitated by people singing karaoke. And according to police, started yelling obscenities and at one point grabbed the microphone from a 23-year-old woman singing karaoke and later lunged at a 32-year-old man playing darts. Miller was charged with disorderly conduct and harassment. So late yesterday, in a court document obtained by People, we learned that two Hilo, Hawaii residents filed for a temporary restraining order against Miller. The documents state that on Monday, the Flash actor burst into the bedroom of the the petitioners and threatened the alleged male victim by saying, I will bury you and your bleep wife. The document also claims Miller stole some of the alleged victim's personal belongings, including a social security card, wallet, passport, driver's license, and bank cards. There are reports that Miller had been staying at the couple's home while in Hawaii after one of them met the actor at a farmer's market. Sources told Radar Online that the couple actually bailed Miller out of jail on Monday following his arrest at the karaoke bar, and it was after that, back at the couple's home, that he allegedly barged in on them. This story is wild and and makes me think that there is a lot more to be revealed. We'll see. On to a developing story we just learned of earlier today. Actor Bruce Willis, who is 67, is stepping away from acting. Willis's daughter, Rumor Willis, announced on Instagram that her father is battling aphasia. Her post read, To Bruce's amazing supporters, as a family, we wanted to share that our beloved Bruce has been experiencing some health issues and has recently been diagnosed with aphasia, which is impacting his cognitive abilities. As a result of this, and with much consideration, Bruce is stepping away from the career that has meant so much to him. Now, while other details haven't been released, aphasia can cause a person to develop issues with speaking, writing, or understanding language. Rumor's lengthy post thanked fans for love and support and ended with, as Bruce always says, live it up. And together, we plan to do just that. Uh, The post was signed by the actor's daughters, Rumor, Scout, Tallulah, Mabel, and Evelyn, plus Bruce's wife, Emma Hemming-Willis, and his ex-wife, Demi Moore. So sorry to hear this. We will continue to keep you updated as we learn more about his condition. And we are just wishing him and his family the best right now. 
And now for some big political news. This morning, Maine Republican Senator Susan Collins announced that she would vote to approve Supreme Court nominee Ketanji Brown-Jackson. The two met on March 10th in a one-on-one meeting before the nomination hearings began. And at the time, according to CNN, Collins said the meeting went well, and the two had a lengthy and very productive conversation. With the Senate split 50-50 between Republicans and Democrats, the Dems hold a narrow majority thanks to Vice President Kamala Harris, who has the tie-breaking vote. After President Biden announced Jackson as his pick, getting her approved was no sure thing. The current sitting Senate Democrats have not always voted in unison, with legislation being notably held up by West Virginia Senator Joe Manchin and Arizona Senator Kirsten Sinema. When Collins does vote to approve Judge Jackson to the highest court in the land, it will signal some, you know, long-lacking bipartisan support between Republicans and Democrats. The Senate will hold a full vote on Jackson's nomination in the coming weeks before they begin their scheduled spring break on April 11th, excited at the prospect of seeing the first Black woman on the Supreme Court, but also excited to see some positive bipartisan support. Now getting to something we teased in the opening. There is more news coming out surrounding that wild Oscars debacle between Will Smith and Chris Rock. Now, Chris Rock's brother, Tony Rock, has spoken out. Tony took to Twitter yesterday saying he did not approve of Will Smith's apology. He also shut down the idea that his brother Chris and Smith have put the ordeal to rest following reports that Sean Diddy Combs said the two made up after the Oscars. So let's dig into the latest news surrounding the slap. Well, the world isn't over it yet. People are still reeling from Will Smith smacking Chris Rock at the Oscars. As we mentioned yesterday, this week's People cover story is all about what went down on Sunday night, what caused Will to get to that extreme point, and you know what people think happens from here. We heard Will's apology. Uh, we heard other celebrities speak out and take sides. As we just mentioned, we heard from Chris's brother, Tony, but we haven't yet heard from Chris. But Maybe we finally will tonight. He was photographed for the first time today since the incident, and later the comedian is set to take the stage in Boston to do what he does, stand-up. Joining me now to discuss the continued aftermath and the latest on the guy who was on the receiving end of the slap heard around the world is People Executive Editor Jeremy Helliger. Hey, Jeremy. Hey, Janine. Well, let's talk about, you know, what we know about Chris right now. There's been so much discussion surrounding Will and his mindset and all of that. Chris got that smack, and and he's kept a low profile following the events on Sunday night. But we know he is in Boston right now, about to do five sold-out shows before kicking off his Ego Death World Tour. What are your thoughts on what happened and, and how he responded? Well, I think the most remarkable thing about that incident on Sunday night was Chris Rock's response. You know, he watched Will Smith walk up on stage, smack him, and start berating him and cursing him from the audience. And he kept his cool. And then he presented the next category. He barely flinched. I think he handled it so well, regardless of what you think about the joke he made about Jada Pinkett Smith's hair in the aftermath of the slap. Chris Rock could have hit him back. Chris Chris Rock could have reacted in a number of ways. 
And I think the way he reacted was so, or actually didn't react, was so remarkable. Right after it happened, comedian Kathy Griffin took to Twitter and wrote, Let me tell you something. It's a very bad practice to walk up on stage and physically assault a comedian. Now we all have to worry about who wants to be the next Will Smith in comedy clubs and theaters. The slap heard around the world is having an effect on comedians, right? Well, it's something that's been going on for a long time. Comedians talking about comedic license and the fact that they are expected to push the envelope. They are expected to take risks and take chances. Joy Behar has talked about it on The View. Kevin Hart's talked about it. When someone like Chris Rock is smacked on stage at the Oscars by someone as big a star as Will Smith, I think it throws everything into disarray. You know, people are going to start wondering, what can we say, not just in comedy clubs, in concert, but what are we going to be allowed to do at award shows? I mean, earlier in the show, Regina Hall did that skit where she brought all of the single guys on stage and she tried to get Will Smith, who's married, on stage. And she made an illusion, you know, to Will and Jada's marriage and nothing happened to her. So we've seen a bunch of celebrities take sides following this incident. You have, of course, countless fans supporting Will online, along with, you know, comics like Tiffany Haddish. But on the other hand, Amy Schumer, who was one of the Oscar hosts, wrote on Instagram that she is still triggered and traumatized. And then Jim Carrey said this. I was sickened. I was sickened by the standing ovation. I felt like Hollywood is just spineless en masse. And uh, it just, it really felt like, oh, this is a really clear indication that uh, we're not the cool club anymore. Who else have we heard speak out and, and kind of throw down their gauntlet in one position or the other? Well, there's Zoe Kravitz. She, she posted a couple pictures to Oscar dress and an after-party dress. And she alluded to the fact that, oh, this is the dress that I wore at the Oscars where people can now go up on stage and slap someone. And so she's actually being dragged on social media. Mm -hmm. So is Jim Carrey. The ESPN um, personality, Stephen A. Smith, came out and admonished Will Smith. And he's being dragged on social media. Thomas Hayden Church, the Oscar-nominated actor, he actually went on a serious XM show yesterday. And he said that Will Smith should be banned for life from the Oscars. What was your effect? What was the impact on you personally? Well, I think we also can't ignore the racial angle. A lot of people are talking about should white celebrities be weighing in on an incident between two black men? A lot of people are also talking about the way some people have spoken about the incident. Like Judd Apatow, he tweeted something about how Will Smith could have killed him which is an exaggeration. Mm, but yeah. people, people are sort of saying that that's playing into the dangerous Black man stereotype. So there are all these different angles. Oh, yeah. For me, it was a very triggering moment because as a Black man, it was very painful for me to see one Black man hit another Black man on national TV in front of millions of people. But also just the look on Will's face. I, I've seen that look. I've seen that angry look, and I've been afraid of that angry look. 
And I think that just watching everything unfold, it was very triggering for me. It was very triggering for me. And I really wish that whatever Will had to say to Chris Rock, he has said it off camera and off stage. Because I think a lot of people who have dealt with violence in their own lives watched that moment and had a certain reaction to it that was just bigger than watching one celebrity smack another celebrity. Well, well, when Chris takes the stage tonight, what do you think will happen? I am positive that he is going to turn this into fodder for comedy. Mm, mm -hmm. I'm sure it had to hurt. It had to hurt him on an emotional level. But I think that in the end, Chris Rock will actually turn this into a win. Ooh, this story, man, still taking us all by storm. Jeremy, it's always great to have you on. Thanks for stopping by. You're very welcome. Okay, if you're like me and millions more Americans, now is the time of year you start making those spring travel plans. Whether you're looking for something to read on the beach or something to pass the time at the airport, everyone could use some new reading recommendations, right? Well, coming up after the break, we've got some great picks for you. But first, I feel the need, the need for speed. <laughs> you guys, the trailer for Top Gun Maverick is out and it looks amazing. And we're going to get into what to expect from this sequel when we come back. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants, indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. We are back, and so is Top Gun. Yesterday, the newest trailer for the sequel to Tom Cruise's 1986 classic film, Top Gun, was released, and it looks so fun. The follow-up film is called Top Gun Maverick, and you guys, the trailer looks like it's got everything you loved about the first one, the sarcasm, the high-speed fighter jets, the beach volleyball high fives. Everyone here is the best there is. Who the hell are they gonna get to teach us? Captain Pete Maverick Mitchell. Let me be perfectly blunt. You are not my first choice. You are here at the request of Admiral Kazansky, AKA Iceman. He seems to think that you have something left to offer the Navy. What that is, I can't imagine. With all due respect, sir, I'm not a teacher. Just want to manage expectations. But this isn't a remake. Tom Cruise, who's 59, reprises Maverick, who, at the request of his former classmate, Tom Iceman Kazansky, is brought in to teach the next generation of ultra-competitive Top Gun pilots, including the son of Maverick's late partner, Goose. You think up there you're dead. Believe me. My dad believed in you. I'm not going to make the same mistake. Good morning, aviators. This is your captain speaking. 
After several pandemic-related delays, we're getting our Top Gun fix on Memorial Day weekend with Cruz and Val Kilmer returning and stars like John Hamm, Jennifer Connelly, Miles Teller, and Insecure's Jay Ellis joining for the second go-round. Consider this your permission to buzz the tower. <laughs> that's that's a, a Top Gun joke. They say this change in season is the perfect time to do some much-needed spring cleaning, but I am a registered procrastinator, so no, nope, nowhere near starting that yet. In the meantime, <laughs> spring break is coming up, and I'm more interested in doing some spring reading. I am excited to add a few new titles to my bookshelf. So joining me now is People Editor-at-Large and registered bookworm, Kim Hubbard, who faithful listeners should know was actually my first boss here at People many moons ago. She She's here with her must-read list for this season. Hey, Kim. Welcome back to the show. Thank you. Well, there are always dozens of new books, ranging from celebrity memoirs to fiction novels that, you know, are, are really, really good to dig into. But you, you know how to sift out, you know, the crap. So, so, <laughs> so, so what try, do you recommend? <laughs> what do you recommend as the perfect read to start this season off right? I guess my first recommendation would be Ann Tyler's new novel. I've been a fan of Ann Tyler for a long time. It's called French Braid. And I just interviewed her for a story that we did on her. And she said that nothing ever happens in her book. So if you want a good war story, you're in the wrong place. It's always about families and and what happens psychologically within the family, which I find fascinating. And this one is about a Baltimore family that drifts apart over generations for no big reason. There's no big divorce, no fights, but they just sort of fall apart. And the book kind of explores why. Mm. And one of my favorite parts about it is the the mother character in, in the beginning of the book. She loves her husband, but he's, you know, a little bit not really enough for her. So she rents a <laughs> painting studio to focus on her hobby. And she slowly moves like little bits of her things over every day so he doesn't notice. And she is actually leaving him, but she never tells him and he never quite notices <laughs> She just oh, like li- God. She just ends up living there. And like their kids are like, let's not tell dad that mom's actually moved out. Which I think is so, so is funny. They have a 50th anniversary. He's like, let's celebrate our marriage, our 50 years together, even though she no longer lives there. And so they have a party and it's all good. I love it. Mental health is a hot button topic as well that a lot of people are no longer sweeping under the rug. And the more we hear folks speak out about their own mental health struggles or, or someone, you know, who's supporting someone else, the, the more the public can become understanding and less judgmental. So you have a book that is touching on all of that, right? Tell me about The Perfect Other. This is a book written by a young woman named Kylie Letty about her older sister, whose name was Kate. Kylie really looked up to her. She was beautiful and smart and outgoing, just this perfect young girl. And in adolescence, her her personality started to change and she started acting out and getting in trouble and lashing out physically. Ultimately, she disappeared and is presumed to have taken her own life. They never found the body, but she was diagnosed a couple of years before that happened with schizophrenia. And so it's about how that horrible disease just robs a person of their complete self. It's just such a tragic thing. The thing that's sort of new about this is that She was diagnosed right after she fell and hit her head on some concrete steps and got 
a traumatic brain injury. And several weeks after that, the schizophrenia diagnosis came. And apparently head injury can cause schizophrenia, which I had no idea about. Goodness. Very sad, but it's so nice the way Kylie is keeping her sister's memory alive with this book. And she's also studying to become a therapist so she can help people like her sister and to raise awareness about schizophrenia. So interesting. I am a sucker for all things romance. You knew I was going to (laughs) ask. But I, I want something that's, you know... You know, have some difficult decisions in it. So what do you have for me that's like that? This one will definitely keep you reading past your bedtime. It's called The Love of My Life by Rosie Walsh. And it's a thriller. And I hardly ever even read thrillers. It's about a a young couple that are just like madly in love. They live in London. They have a baby they adore. They have careers they like. They are just have the perfect life. But then she gets cancer, although she it's, she gets over it. It's, she's in remission. Some things start to go wrong. And when she has cancer, her husband, who's an obit writer at a newspaper, starts sort of looking into her life to, to see what he would write if he had to do the unimaginable and write her obit. And he starts finding these things about her life that he had no idea idea of. And it turns out she is not at all the person he thought she was. Uh-oh. So the book is about, you know, his discovery of that. And it's also told from her point of view. And you're always wondering, is she a terrible person? Why was she lying to him all these years? I love it. Kim, thank you so much. I cannot wait to pick these up. Thanks for having me. I hope you like them. All right, you guys, I found something or rather someone to send you out with a laugh. A few weeks ago, we shared a clip featuring the dating advice from Grandma Droniak, an opinionated grandma made popular by her TikTok and IG channels. Well, I recently learned what her views are regarding, you know, the site OnlyFans. Yes, the one beloved by fans of adult content as well as other creators. And Grandma Droniak's understanding of it is honestly... It made me laugh out loud, and hopefully it's something to make you smile. You're talking about OnlyFans. Who has OnlyFans? Not me. I always had air conditioners upstairs, downstairs, and I don't use the fans. Today, you don't use it. It's gorgeous. You know what? I am 100% on her side. When it gets hot out, even on a nice day, fans just just won't do it. (laughs) You got to turn on that AC. Well, thank you all for joining us again today. I'll be back right here again tomorrow for another episode of People Every Day.